This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lena. How are you doing? I've decided to talk about control this week and about things we can control and things we can't control. And I decided to do it because I was struggling immensely with feeling out of control last week and trying to control things I can't and feeling really down and resentful and upset and worn out while doing that. Uh, and until I, I remembered that there is something I can do about it. And I know this is also something you are struggling with a lot after childless. And, 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 you know, it's, it's only natural to feel out of control when your child dies. Um, whatever the circumstance uh, was, how your child died, we, we do find ways to argue with the fact, pin it on us. We try to negotiate with ourselves and blame ourselves for things we should have done and that we didn't. And then we try hard to control our current life And we learned that it's not possible to control how our days go, how other people behave. And what has been the most upsetting thing is that we can't control ourselves. We can't control how we feel about our days, our emotions, how we, how we go throughout, throughout this journey. And all this just seemed to prove more and more that we are totally out of control. And that sucks. And But the truth is that the reason why we feel out of control isn't actually because we have less control than we did before our child died. It's because we are spending so much energy focused on what we can't control that we block ourselves from seeing what we can. And the truth is we don't need to control everything to feel in control of our lives. We just should know the difference between what's controllable and what isn't, and then adjust accordingly. And the less energy we spend focused on what we can't control, the more energy we'll have to focus on what we can. So I guess, how do we do it? And in order to, 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 to find more control, The first thing you need to know is the difference between what you can control and what you can't, and then focus on things you can control and let go of things you can't. It sounds so easy, right? And it really is easy, except for the fact that often we don't have a clue of what is in our control and what is not. So what is not in our control? Let's start with that. Three main categories. The event of losing your child itself how your body and brain responds to it, and other people's behavior. Let's start with the fact that your child died. Whatever you think about their death, whatever you think you could have, should have done differently, you couldn't have because you didn't, because you didn't know the future then. Now, looking back with the information you have now, You might have chosen to do things differently, but then you didn't have this information and you didn't know. It wasn't in your control. 
Second thing that's also not in your control is your body's and brain's response to your child dying. We all grieve so differently. Um, working with with parents after child loss, I've I've seen so many so many examples how different we are and how differently we react to this tragic event. Our bodies react differently. We recover differently. Um, some of us can't sleep. Some of us can. Some of us disconnect from our bodies. Some of us feel it all. Some of us encapsulate it all and keep going like nothing has happened. And some of us literally fall apart. And there are the, the ones that feel anxious and there are the others that feel lethargic. So nothing that is happening to your body, your brain after the loss is in your control. Your brain literally changes after an event like child loss. And it needs time to heal and adjust to the new situation. And all that means is that you are also not the same. And all the changes in you, they are out of your control. And your brain does everything. It does everything for you to survive. And it's like in the war, all is fair after childless. And the third thing is other people. We can't control other people's reactions, their thoughts about what is happening, their view on how we are handling it. No two people will have the same reaction to the event and you, and there is not much you can do to control them. And apart from these three categories, there is also the future in general that is totally out of our control. And yes, there is a lot we can do to move towards the future we would like for us, um, both on a personal level, for our family, and even our planet. But there is no guarantee. There never was and there never will be. And I hope you are, I really do hope you're not getting upset because even though these are all the things that we can't control and they seem so important, so paramount to our happiness. Your strength lays in your response to all these things happening. How do you choose to respond, for example, to your anxiety? Is going to determine how much of a problem it is going to be in your life. The way how you respond to the new you, to your brain trying to adjust to the new situation Are you beating yourself up for not being the old strong you? Or are you allowing yourself to be fragile, to be more slow, to have all the thoughts that are popping up? That's what makes the difference. Also, how do you respond to other people not understanding what you need or pushing you where you don't want to go and so on and so on. And this is where the control lies. Uh, I was coaching with one of my clients this week and my client, she has been struggling with her spouse, um, grieving in a different way. Um, he has shut down and uh, he's not like actively working through the grief currently. And he's finding kind of his peace and relief in drinking. So she's been feeling really, really lonely because, you know, her spouse, her closest person, her friend has been down and is not there for her. And, and she also has been feeling overwhelmed with all the housework, the kids, 
And also because of the drinking, the husband is never having enough energy to help her. And on one particular Sunday, she was alone with the kids again, doing all stuff and, and feeling angry and resentful at the husband and wondering if she also is doing something wrong, if she's somehow to blame for not being able to help her husband to deal with the grief in a more productive uh, way. So she's been coming all these thoughts and and. and and what we discovered during the session is that this whole morning, she's been thinking and obsessing endlessly about her husband being angry. Also, not without the reason, worrying about the future. Like she's been living in the loops of endless and endless negative thoughts. Since, as you know, our thoughts create how we feel, no wonder that by noon she was feeling totally exhausted, depressive and angry. And, and by then, not only at her husband, but also at herself, at the kids and the whole world, really. And it might seem like, you know, what other option does she have? There is the husband who is drinking and there is she alone with um, alone taking care of the family and, and so on. But the truth is that, yes, you can't control your husband. You can't control your husband's drinking. But where her control lies is in her attitude towards his drinking and towards um, the facts of her life. And, and by no means I'm suggesting that um, you should do like thought switching where you suddenly feel happy about your husband drinking. But what you can do is focus on you on your day, on your kids, on your future. Thinking of all the nice activities you can do together with the kids, getting in touch with friends with whom you can spend time together so you don't have to feel so lonely. All that is still available to you. But it's only becoming available when you refocus your energy on what you can control. Because when you are living in what you can't, the other option is totally blocked. You don't see it's not accessible to you because when you focus on something that you can't control, that's where the exhaustion comes from. That's why you feel overwhelmed and low because, you're, because your focus is on the wrong thing. But you can reshift and refocus and find what you can control in, in any given situation. But in order to do that, you need the awareness that you are focusing on the thing that you can't control because only then you can start reshifting. If you are in the thick of it, that you are focusing on uncontrollable thing, the other options, they are not even available to you. The brain is blocked and it's, it's, it's not there for you. And it can be difficult to see these things for yourself. It really uh, takes time to learn to notice when you are in the so-called wrong garden. And, and, and this is the work I do with my clients, and this is the work I still do on me every day when I find myself in a situation spinning about something that I can't control. I say to myself, this is not helping. What can I control and what I can't control? And I can choose to focus on something that I can control. And there is always things that are in our control. And sometimes like this was with me this week, it might take time. You might spend some time in the, I can't control anything um, garden. And it's never too late to refocus, even if it takes some time.
I want to encourage you that you don't need to control the future, other people, news, weather. You have everything inside you to create life you want. It's just a matter of shifting the focus from what you can't control to what you can. And I'm here to help if you feel out of control with something. That's all for this week and talk to you soon again. Bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok at life after a childless, or you can visit my website coachliena.com that's coach l-i-e-n-e.com and if you'd love to chat you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website see you next week